0: Welcome to CS Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 45 of CS Radio. I'm Jay Michael DeAngelis.
1: And I'm Amy
0: Lynn Kirshner. And by the time this airs, it's October the 2nd.
1: September went really fast, I gotta say.
0: Unbelievably fast. And, as of today, still unbelievably hot. What is going on?
1: I will never complain about it. I was a little bit sad a couple weeks ago when it felt like fall was already here. I'm not one of those people who is... I mean, it's fine. Fall Listen, is fine. <laughs> Spring is better. Summer is best.
0: <laughs> Summer is over, me Lynn. Summer is over. It's time. It is over. State, It's welcome.
1: It's so nice, though. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm, it was a little hot.
0: A little hot?
1: so <laughs> a little hot yesterday, I guess.
0: I have a friend who's coming to spend the months of October and November in... Philadelphia, and she was like, I don't understand what I should pack. I feel like I'm packing for all four seasons. She
1: will be, yeah. She should, if she's smart.
0: Well,
1: October, November, yeah. It could snow. I know. 90 degrees. It could be both.
0: (laughs) Summer, go home. You're drunk.
1: No, I like, stay forever. (laughs) What? Uh, You know? (laughs) I (laughs) mean... Go
0: back to those tropical islands. People,
1: I know, people are all about... I, I still, no. Not even. People are like fire... Places and pumpkin spice? No, no, no.
0: no. I'm, I'm anti both these things, although a fireplace I mean, sure, I nice once in a that. while. But but no, a nice cool but not cold, sunny but not hot. That's I what I mean, like. I
1: mean, but fall means that winter is coming.
0: Well, winter is coming. I don't know. Like <laughs> not that I want to get sued by the good people at HBO, but winter couple, is coming.
1: A couple seasons before that's back, at least, sadly.
0: Well... This, all of this means the fall semester, the fall semester, I stress, is in full swing. We've had two weeks of career fairs, very successful. Some people
1: already have midterms.
0: So, yes, yeah, so we were just discussing. I don't know, understand how you can have multiple midterms here at the university in one class. Midterm, midway through the term. doesn't
1: make sense to I, me. Somebody, have since my day. I'd like
0: to have a guest on the show come explain that to us. You know, people, the first week of school, I got a midterm, and then the week before finals, oh, I got another midterm. No, you've got a final next week. It's just, isn't it just anyway, a test? this is becoming cranky radio <laughs> here in Career Services. Uh, I, I
1: like the weather, I wasn't complaining.
0: Well, <laughs> she speaks for herself, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the, you're listening to the dissolution of a podcast team. Um, we wanted to take a moment today and talk about two uh, related issues here at, at Penn. We're always plugging on this show all the various technologies that Career Services off- offers. We've talked a lot about Handshake in the last few weeks. And we have mentioned Portfolium before on the podcast, but I wanted to focus a little bit more on it today and how it ties in with something that we're calling the Penn 7, which are career readiness competencies. And you can find these listed in our career exploration section of our website, but you can also find each of them as skills that you can attach to projects in your portfolio account. So why don't we take a minute? Me Lin has sat on our Penn 7 committee and helped develop these. So why don't we talk about those first, kind of get an understanding of uh, what they're all about, and then I'll talk about what Portfolium is and how the Pen 7 plays into your profile on portfolio.
1: Yeah, so competencies have been a big buzzword in the career services field in the past few years. And I think it speaks to something we've addressed on many podcasts in the past, which is kind of employers often do a lot of training on the job and they don't necessarily need you to come prepared with all of the technical know-how that you'll need to be successful in a role. However, there's a lot of soft skills that they can't teach that they do require, uh, or at least seek in an ideal candidate. And the PEN 7, the, these career readiness competencies hit on many of those. Um, and we believe that if students can develop these seven competencies that they will be equipped to handle the professional world, really. So yeah, the, the first one is pretty at home. It's something that you wanna do personally. It's self-management and personal wellness. So it's kind of like taking care of your, your house first, essentially, making sure that you are in a well place, um, aware of the resources that we have on campus that can help you with these things in addition to career services, obviously, Uh, caps as well, so making sure that you are able to build professional and personal uh, strategies and goals with a clear focus on effectively managing stress and balancing work-life commitments. So this is something that students need to do here at Penn, but obviously they'll need to do it in the real world as well through their internships, uh, in their graduate work and in their full-time roles. Setting goals is very important, assessing personal feelings and effectively keeping emotions in perspective, demonstrating empathy and understanding others. All of these things are kind of packed into this self-management and personal wellness, which is the first competency. The second is very related, but it's active listening and effective communication. So this is the ability to receive and interpret verbal and nonverbal messages from Lots of different channels, everything from direct reports, peers, colleagues, supervisors, being able to articulate your own feelings and thoughts um, to different audiences in lots of different modes. So everything from writing, whether it's a paper or an email, to a presentation. So yeah, two is effectively communicating. What's that? Hilarious. I guess I I I need to revisit number two, maybe.
0: No, you're spot on, you're golden.
1: (laughs) Number three is critical thinking and problem solving. So this is absolutely one of those transferable skill sets I speak with college students about all the time. You're developing, developing this in classes as you're making the case in papers, as you're analyzing disparate kind of topics and seeing how they're related, making our cases, but it's exercising sound reasoning to analyze issues, make decisions, overcome problems, address ambiguity, and find relevant information. So lots packed in here, everything from research, knowing where to look for certain things, obtaining and interpreting data, knowledge, facts, uh, in order to resolve problems, adapting to new technologies and applications in order to address challenges. So three is critical thinking and problem solving. Number four, teamwork and collaboration. So you can see these all kind of tie in really nicely to each other. Obviously teamwork and collaboration will be aided by active listening and effective communication for one. But this is the ability to build collaborative relationships with colleagues and clients. This is across various cultures, different ethnicities, races, ages, genders, religions, lifestyles, disciplines, viewpoints. Obviously, you don't necessarily have to agree with everyone, but you at least need to be able to get to the table with these people and have, you know, be able to take on different roles, leadership roles, um, roles where you have to take leadership, the ability to effectively manage and negotiate different personalities in order to reach a common goal. These are things that you'll, we always talk about when we do behavioral interviews, talking about how you manage working on a team. Everyone who has worked on a team knows that there are challenges.
0: Yeah, like sometimes people really love the summer.
1: I was just going to say, some podcasts can become difficult to navigate.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs>
1: Number five is leadership and project management. Ties into teamwork, of course, but it's the ability to develop professional working relationships with colleagues, peers, and supervisors or advisors, and leverage the strengths of others to achieve common goals. So this is in addition to being able to get to the table. It's the ability to acknowledge where some people's strengths and weaknesses are in order to really get the most out of a group project, so develop a strategically conceptualized plan to identify and achieve goals, organize, prioritize, and delegate work. So you wanna leverage people's strengths. You don't want everyone to be doing the same thing necessarily that may not yield the most successful project, take advantage of people's strengths and avoid people's weaknesses, of course. So that was five, leadership and project management. Number six is professionalism and work ethic. This is one that really can't be taught and employers certainly hope you arrive with. The ability to demonstrate personal accountability and effective work habits, so being punctual, working productively with others and by yourself, making sure that you're not squandering your time, maybe reading blogs while you're at your desk and should be accomplishing work, um, managing your workload and prioritizing things in a way that gets the most important things done. And this also includes understanding the impact of nonverbal communication on professional image. So how you come across professionally is really important. Which ties into career fair prep as well. So you want to always present yourself professionally. So these all tie into all aspects of the job search and being in, in the field.
0: And what I like about each of these is they all, you talked a little bit, they all build on yep. one another. So once you're, you know, sort of taking care of yourself, then you can communicate what you need and then you can work in a team and then you can start making priorities and become a leader and then starting making broader career goals so definitely uh, almost a ladder of things.
1: And like the leadership and project management you may have weaknesses and in some of these seven you may have to work on some more than others. You may come well equipped with a few of them but need to work out some others. And that that makes sense and we're here to help with that. Number seven is kind of back to being a little bit more meta like the first one. This is career management. So this is being able to identify and express one's skills, strengths, knowledge, experiences, things that are relevant to both the desired position and career fields and identify those areas where they may need to grow. So. Uh, having a little bit of perspective about, not necessarily a dream job or one specific thing that's going to fulfill you forever, but just having a sense of a, your current role, what things it's satisfying, what things it may be missing, where you may want to move in the future, what steps may be necessary to take to pursue additional opportunities. And I think more broadly, understanding the current industry and the market and relationship to the overall economy. So. Whatever that field is, I'm pretty abreast these days on career services related news.
0: Well, that's good.
1: Because of competencies. See a competency that all ties together. See, see how that worked. So six so seven is career management. So again, all of these are available on the website and integrated
0: into portfolio. And so right. So what I was going to say is, all right, so we have these seven ideas, these concepts, right? So and some of them you know, all right, I know that I have particularly strong Communication skills because I host a podcast or I write a column in the DP or whatever. Um, but some of them it's a little more, and maybe it's nebulous. And you're like, I'm not quite sure how you know, how I'm, I'm expressing these competencies. And and so one of the great uh, resources that we've added in recent years is called portfolio And you've heard me talk about it b- before as an electronic portfolio, which is absolutely what it is. You can go on and create a profile for free as a Penn student or alumni, and mm-hmm. you get this account for life. Unlike some of our services, which have to expire upon graduation, this is for life. And even if for some reason, Penn Career Services and portfolio part ways, any account that's been claimed is an account for life. So that we thank our partners at Portfolium for that. So what you can do is go on and create your profile, and then it becomes sort of a living resume, really enhanced LinkedIn profile because you can start to list your classes, your clubs, your student activities. And within each of those, you can highlight projects and work that you've done. So, for a, a more obvious an, uh you know example if you are a fine arts student and you did a photography project you can say I took photography 101 and I did you know you know a profile of on campus recruiting and here's the 50 photos I did of that you can put your project up there whether it's um, actual you know jpegs or gifs or if it's a pdf or if it's uh, a slideshow or a powerpoint you can Put anything up there it can be video it can be audio it connects with a lot of services such as SoundCloud or uh, Facebook and LinkedIn things you want to pull from other places and when you put up your project you have the chance to describe what it is and you have a chance to highlight the skills and competencies that you used or learned while making that project and we have added these Pen 7 to the list of uh things within portfolio so you can find each of these things and say oh you know i took a real leadership role here i'm going to i can add that to this and employers uh, also have portfolio accounts and they're able to search on skills and competencies so they, they are If they're looking for someone with strong problem-solving skills, critical thinking skills, that's a competency that we've built into portfolio, And then they can look at your profile and say, oh, this person has a couple things labeled critical thinking. You know, Let me take a look and see what they did. Oh, This is really interesting. And so, again, I think when people think of an a e-portfolio, they think, oh, that's great for design students. It's great for fine arts students, maybe engineering students that have a lot of technical things, film study students who maybe have films or music that they want to put up but we found that this is really great across the board. So there you go. So I encourage everyone to check out Portfolium. You can find that on our Digital Career Resources uh, page, which is right off the homepage of of Penn Career Services. Uh, Again, it's free and it's free for life. So if you like it, I I think it's something you should take advantage of. Uh, The number one question I get asked about it is, well, how is that different than LinkedIn? And while LinkedIn in in the recent months has added the ability to showcase work more fully, uh, I still say that Portfolium, because you're able to label with these competencies, is still uh, a better tool for students right now. And the great thing about Portfolium is that there's no uh, premium tier or anything like that. You get, as a student or alumni at Penn, you get everything. You get the whole package. You don't have to pay for anything. And all of the features that they have now or will be adding are part of that. And you don't have to worry about buying in to a, a business or a premium tier level.
1: It's just so great for some of those obvious fields where you, if you're hosting something and you need to demonstrate it to employers, it's an easy way to do it. You don't have to host it yourself. It's really exciting. I'm so excited to say to students that it's free and they can put all of their relevant stuff right there on Portfolio and Share it with Employers.
0: So if you're interested in learning more about Portfolium or any of the other really interesting digital resources and technologies that Career Services offers, we're going to be hosting a workshop on Tuesday, October the third at twelve noon, here in the McNeil building in our conference room, room 97. And we're going to cover portfolium and a lot of other really great resources. So it'd be a great chance to come out, ask some questions, meet me Lynn in person.
1: I know we have we basically have a digital resource for that. Whatever you're looking for, we've got it. We have it. We probably subscribe and pay money so you can have access to it. So come learn what all of those things are.
0: Want to uh, learn who you can contact about jobs at any museum in the world?
1: Official museum directory.
0: Want to learn uh, who the hiring officers are at performing arts centers around the United States?
1: Art directories.
0: Uh, performing arts performing guide. Performing
1: arts guide. I used to manage these. <laughs> it's been a while. Everything from Vault Career Insider to going global, Uniworld, and
0: Portfolium. And Portfolium and many more. So come down on Tuesday and learn all about them. And then we'll be back next week with a whole new digital resource, another episode of CS Radio. When I'm hoping in the second week of October it'll be a nice cool breeze. Seventy-five nice red degrees autumn to leaves. 80. I can see this is going to be a I want point to still of contention t-shirt. <laughs> for some time. Well, uh, tune in next week and let's see if we've worked out our differences. See you next time, everybody. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania Career Services Office, a division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are Amy Lynn Kirshner and J. Michael DeAngelis. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. Our theme music is Gotta Keep Movin' by The Losers, used under a Creative Commons license. We'll see you right here next time on CS Radio.